I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI and WGBH Boston. I came down today to the Esplanade here in Boston, one of this country's quintessential July 4th parties. The U.S. today celebrates its revolution. That revolution was messy, and as we heard earlier in the show, the people of Egypt are seeing just how messy revolutions can be, especially in their early days. As for the American celebration, these festivities in Boston are the first big event since the April 15th Boston Marathon bombings. As has been reported, the marathon bombing suspects had intended to use this place as their original target. So the background to today's festivities does make things somewhat tense here at the Esplanade. I spoke with Captain Fran Leahy of the Massachusetts State Police about some of the extra measures being taken for precaution. The state police has taken the lead role partnering with local, state, and federal agencies to provide safety and security for people coming to the Esplanade today to have a great day. We have tried to put out the message of what people can bring and what they can't bring and how they should be prepared to go through some added security checkpoints. The public has been very cooperative with us, and in turn, uh, we're doing our best to assist the public coming in because we want to make this the safest 4th of July and also a joyous 4th of July. That was Captain Fran Leahy of the Massachusetts State Police. Now, Lisa Flegel, you're a Boston-based trauma counselor. You were in the thick of it in the days and weeks following the Boston Marathon bombings. You've also worked with people in Northern Ireland and in Israel in the Mideast who faced trauma. Situate us here, because this is kind of the next beat after those events, those tragic events in April at the, at the finish line of the Boston Marathon. Where do things stand today? What are you seeing around you? People are coming together. And the fact that they all have to contend with a new level of security actually makes them feel unified and stronger and not alone and isolated. Because the hardest thing when you are exposed to trauma is you feel helpless and you feel like you're the only one experiencing your symptoms. So in that sense, it's a very positive thing for people. Well, let's talk about some other places that have to deal with this kind of thing every day. You've worked with people in Northern Ireland uh, who've gone through the troubles there in, in Israel. Do the comparison. I mean, what have you seen there? And is this just a new reality that Americans are going to have to contend with, like the people in Northern Ireland and in London and Jerusalem and Tel Aviv? Well, I have two organizations that I collaborate with and consult with. In um, Northern Ireland, it's the East Belfast Mission. And they work with mostly the loyalist paramilitary organizations. And what I've really learned from them, aside from the usual things about, you know, being careful and being afraid and how trauma impacts you, is how important it is to empower local people. What trauma does, if not treated, is it increases aggression. But if you have proper mental health services, like they do in Northern Ireland, the people who were the paramilitaries are now the leaders of the community. And they've led their community into the Good Friday Agreement, and they decommissioned their arms. And today, they have set up civil society in East Belfast because they were empowered, and people recognize that. As far as Israel goes, my partner there is the Israel Trauma Coalition, and they've really brought the notion of treating trauma into people's consciousness and sort of the macho Israeli nothing bother me thing you know they've made it less stigmatized to get treatment you talk about empowerment and the security here is definitely empowered I mean there are way more security and law law enforcement officials than there have been in the past that's a big change does that concern you at all this kind of heightened state of policing 
it's not the heightened state to be concerned about. I mean, I'm used to this. In Israel, it's this way all the time. It has been throughout my life there. I lived there for 20 years. I myself was in the Israeli army. So that's not the issue. The issue is what you do with that power. And what also is important is that, you know, everybody was very hyped up after the marathon and then weeks afterwards, but the police had to go right back to work. So my concern really for them is their own psychological support and well-being. And it changed my attitude to be someone who really wants to feel like I'm supporting law enforcement because we get triggered emotionally when we feel threatened and we really get triggered when we feel disrespected. And so the more we can be respectful of law enforcement, the more we can be respectful of each other, the less aggression is going to come out. Well, Lisa Flegel, thank you so much for meeting me down here on the Esplanade today. Happy Fourth of July. You too. sounds of the Boston Pops rehearsing today. If you want to see the high security precautions along Boston's Esplanade, I've taken pictures. They're at theworld.org.